We're pleased this week on AgriPulse Open Mic to have Debbie Stabenow, who is the chairperson of the Senate Agriculture Committee. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by the crop insurance industry. With increasing commodity prices, higher price volatility, and rising input costs, America's farmers and ranchers are relying on crop insurance more now than ever before to provide individualized protection and to secure operating loans. Protecting 256 million acres of farmland and 350 commodities across the U.S., crop insurance is the primary safety net for many farmers, enabling them to supply our country with food and fiber year after year. Crop insurance, providing peace of mind now and for the next generation of agriculture. And now, AgriPulse Open Mic. Welcome to AgriPulse Open Mic. Thanks, Ken. It's good to be with you. I want to start with the focus on the conference, and I realize that the facts are within the Senate, your body, but the speculations within the House. And we're told yeah. that the House is going to have a standalone nutrition title, and regardless of whether it passes, it'll appoint conferees for the Farm Bill. What do you believe is going to take place? Well, first of all, uh, let me say that we're going to get a farm bill. Uh, it should have been done last year. Farmers have been uh, left in a very precarious situation for way too long. Uh, but we're not going to stop. I'm not going to stop pushing until we get one done. We could already be at conference, even if the House uh, wanted to continue working on a nutrition title. There, we could already, right now, be um, getting the rest of the bill done if the House had appointed conferees. But given uh, the way they want to do things at this point, um, I do believe that we will, uh, one way or the other, whether the nutrition uh, bill in the House passes, that there will be conferees appointed at some point. I am concerned that it won't happen until after September 30th, which is, of course, the uh, deadline on the current extension. Uh, but I do believe that they uh, will appoint conferees, and we're ready to House and Senate agricultural leaders have been working together now for several years, and uh, we're ready to get this done. Ms. Stefanow, with the exception of food stamps and the commodity title, there's a lot of similarity between the House bill that was passed, the Farm Farm Bill, and the bill that you passed in the Senate. If you can keep the snap cuts closer to your $4 billion Senate level, uh, do we uh, expect you to accept the House version of the commodity title? Well, uh, we will come together on a commodity title. We have uh, some differences, I think, that can be bridged. I don't believe uh, it won't be uh, the House bill in entirety or the Senate bill, but it will be uh, some combination. Uh, we, we all agree that we need a strong crop insurance a safety net, and there are some other areas where uh, we're, we're working on the details, but we'll have uh, a coming together, really a blending of the two titles. And then you're right, we, we're very close on the conservation title. I'm very proud of the work that's been done in the House and the Senate on streamlining and reform and strengthening the tools for conservation for our farmers and ranchers. Uh, we're very close on the other titles, very much in sync on supporting uh, specialty crops and uh, other parts of the bill. So uh, we, we will have a blended bill, and, uh, and, and I'm, I'm confident that 
if we can have the support, we certainly have the support of the leader in the Senate, if uh, the Speaker and the leadership in the House will give that same kind of support to Chairman Lucas and Ranking Member Peterson, we can get this done. Let me go back to two areas you touched on, crop insurance and conservation compliance. Um, do you think there will be further cuts and added strings on crop insurance, and do you think it will need to be linked to conservation compliance in order to get your vote? Well, I think conservation compliance, which, by the way, uh, is uh, the approach that we passed in the Senate, is supported by the major agricultural groups as well as conservation uh, organizations. Uh, we took their approach, their language, and they did some really excellent work. And I think it is important to have that be a piece of this. Uh, we have a very strong crop insurance title. We fought off uh, a lot of different proposals as it related to trying to uh, cut support the, the partnership with the federal government and and you know, growers in terms of crop insurance. So um, I think it's important that we keep a strong crop insurance title, and I think it's important that we follow the lead of the major agricultural organizations to have uh, a form of compliance that works and um, is, I think it's an important part of this bill. The House included a provision that invokes the Interstate Commerce Clause and Restraint of Trade on California um, if it bars other states from selling eggs into that state. Do you think that will survive conference? I don't support that provision, and uh, frankly, it goes way beyond uh, the focus on egg production. Uh, and uh, I, I think it's really important that uh, we... Uh, that we proceed and allow states to make decisions and uh, be able to to continue until we can work out some kind of national standards that that make sense that uh, would be supported by uh, by uh, the livestock industry. But I think that language uh, should be taken out. This SNAP bill that's coming up, the nutrition bill in the House, <clears throat> do you join other Democrats in opposing it? Oh, there's no question that uh, the nutrition title, the cuts in the House, go way too far. Uh, the approach that we took in the Senate on a bipartisan basis, we will continue to push, and that is strengthening accountability, tackling waste and fraud and abuse. We save dollars that way. Uh, but it's also important to note that just as crop insurance is there as uh, a safety net when farmers have a disaster to, that they can't control, uh, the, the food assistance programs in our country are there when a family has uh, a disaster that they cannot control. So we want it to be accountable. Um, we know that 86% uh, of the, the uh, food assistance uh, program in our country goes to children, families of children, senior citizens, and the disabled, and that the majority of uh, the 14% that are left are folks that are, are trying to piece together work. They're working uh, part-time, trying to piece together jobs in, in what has been a very, very difficult economy. So we, we want to promote accountability, uh, but just as I would not support uh, cutting crop insurance, just because we have seen the costs go up because of droughts and, and unforeseen circumstances, I'm not going to arbitrarily cut food assistance because we've had the worst uh, recession since the Great Depression in our country. 
Ms. Stabenow, we have people who are on the far right and on the far left in the House of Representatives, and some in the Senate as well, that have a hard time compromising. Frank Lucas, the chair of the House Agriculture Committee, is conservative, but he is very much willing to work this out among all parties, and it appears he's losing favor because he is more interested in passing a farm bill than he is in making a point on the conservatism of many people in the House. Do you have a comment on that? Well, I want to commend Chairman Lucas uh, and Ranking Member Peterson. They are in difficult circumstances, particularly Chairman Lucas. Um, he's showing leadership. Uh, he, he takes his responsibility seriously about good agricultural policy and and being fiscally responsible uh, in in a way that is responsible. And uh, so I I think uh, unfortunately. Uh, what we are seeing is a pattern over and over again in the House of Representatives where they're particularly in the right. There are a group of individuals now that believe <clears throat> that, uh, that there is no role in the public sector for anything, um, including crop insurance, uh, supporting farmers, uh, food assistance, conservation, immigration reform to make sure we have a legal system for our farmers. Uh, it, it goes on and on and on. I think that uh, doesn't make sense in a democracy when we're competing around the world with other countries that aren't having this debate. They're using the, the talents, the resources of their entire economy to compete uh, and to win against us. Uh, agriculture is a shining star for us, our, our uh, area of largest exports. It's an area of job growth. 16 million people work in this country because of agriculture, and I think it's foolish uh, to assume that we don't have uh, a uh, partnership role in having strong agriculture and food policy uh, to make sure that this part of our economy remains strong. May I ask you about the president? He has certainly spoken up on the food and nutrition portion of this bill, and your challenge now is to come together, if this all plays out, with how much of a cut you'll make in the food and nutrition program do you have a line that the president will not allow you to cross without a veto? Um, I think the line is more of the way we approach things. I mean, it's, uh, to, it, it's whether we take the approach, and for instance, of saying we're having too many payouts on crop insurance, there are too many droughts, and there are too many fires, and we've had too many problems, so we're just going to cut back on crop insurance because we're, we, we don't want to pay these high indemnities. That's one approach, which doesn't take into consideration what's happening on the ground for farmers. Uh, and that's just like what the House is doing on food assistance, saying, you know, we're not going to look at what's happening in the economy. The food assistance costs are actually coming down. The good news is, is in our bill, uh, they're coming down because people are going back to work and the economy is picking up. Food assistance is really a lagging indicator of that, but we have uh, tens of billions of dollars built in to the baseline uh, that uh, are reductions because of it being done the right way. So this is a question of, of how we approach things. Tough on fraud and abuse, but you know, I, I look at things like the fire budget right now. We're, spending, we're having to put more money into fire management because of the fires out west. Uh, what they're doing on food assistance is like saying, we're tired of paying for fires, so we're just going to stop 
funding the firefighters and fire management because we don't like there's so many fires. I mean, what we've got to do is is the long-term kinds of things that that have uh, that address the number of fires. And so, as the economy improves, as jobs improve, we have to be focused on the economy. Uh, costs will come down in the right way, as opposed to the approach of the house. So it's not about a number. It's about the arbitrariness of, of, uh, uh, and the approach of the House. One last question, and that is the administration has expressed interest in moving the Trans-Pacific Partnership forward by the end of the year. Do you think that's likely to happen? I, I, there's no question that expanding exports and markets for us in agriculture uh, is is absolutely critical to the growth in agriculture. Uh, again, it's how we do this in the right way. We know that we've opened our borders and we tackle uh, a wide variety of issues that have been barriers to us, uh, SPS uh, uh, standards, other barriers that have been put in place for our uh, producers, so we've got to make sure that it's uh, fair, that the right kind of enforcement's in place, uh, but we certainly need to continue to open up our markets in a, a fair and enforceable way. Ms. Stabenow, thank you very much for being our guest on AgriPulse Open Mic. Good to talk to you. AgriPulse Open Mic has been brought to you by the crop insurance industry, providing peace of mind now and for the next generation of agriculture. I'm Ken Root.